0: Sneak Preview's Michael Medved calls Harry and the Hendersons a delightful romp. A funny, touching, classy piece of entertainment, a hit the size of Bigfoot.
1: Definitely gonna go see it
0: again. It was absolutely amazing, and it's hysterical. David Anson of Newsweek says, Harry is lovable, a surefire scene-stealer. Funniest movie I've seen in a long time. You walk out of there feeling good. It was great. I loved it. Harry and the Hendersons is great. Harry and the Hendersons, rated BG. Now playing at theaters everywhere. You like it a juice? I, uh,
1: I, you know, I expected to like this juice a lot more than I did.
0: Really? I loved this movie.
1: I loved this movie as a kid, and I don't know if I've just lost my childlike sense of whimsy or, or what, but I don't know. This, this dragged a bit for me.
0: Well, I will say, uh, when I turned it on and I saw that it was an hour and 50 minutes, I almost said, fuck you, you can't tell me what to do. But, uh, it, it zoomed right by. I, this movie made me feel like a kid again. Uh, welcome to Saturday Night Jive, where we talk about Saturday Night Live and Saturday Night Live related movies. We watched Harry and the Hendersons. It has no SNL cast members in it, but, uh, John Lithgow hosted the show three times, and, uh, I might be pitching a, an SNL episode hosted by him at the end of the show. Well, you say might. I don't have my list pulled up because I I
1: thought we, that's what we were doing.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you can say no.
1: <laughs> well, I don't have an alternative, so. Uh,
0: well, I have alternatives if you didn't want to do that. Um, also, I I guess we'll get the SNL thing out of the way. Um, I might not do that because I was looking through John Lithgow's episodes. Ah, uh, I mean they're they're just average to good episodes. <laughs> like I was looking at the sketches, I was like. Uh, I mean, John Lithgow's good. He's, like, a great host, but his episodes aren't like, oh, fucking, this is classic. So, I think I might look for something else.
1: Did he host at any point, like, specifically to advertise this
0: movie? Um, maybe one of his hosting was, was, uh, 87. I Because mean, I was just curious, through, like, yeah.
1: they couldn't resist having fucking, like, a Bigfoot sketch in an episode.
0: Uh No, he never did a Bigfoot sketch, but yeah, he could do like uh fucking Beldar Conehead and the Hendersons, and he's like, hey, I mean, yeah, I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't write for Saturday Night Live.
1: No, that, I feel like in the middle of that suggestion, I just, I start to feel it
0: really bad for you. <laughs> All right, so anyway, the point of going on that tirade was to say uh, there are no SNL cast members in Harry and the Hendersons, even though... We open up our podcast saying we talk about Saturday Night Live and Saturday Night Live related movies. That's not always the truth. Sometimes we're dirty goddamn liars.
1: Look, no, this is a podcast that has always been intended for you to listen to on Saturday nights and jive. It's not necessarily about Saturday Night Live. That's just a weird coincidence.
0: I've been doing it wrong this whole time.
1: That's why I kept saying, why are we watching all these Saturday Night Live fucking
0: movies? Why can't we watch goddamn Bigfoot and John Lithgow? Uh Bigfoot and the Hendersons as it's known in the UK. Uh, did you read any of the IMDB trivia? Uh a little bit of it. Not not a lot of it was interesting, though I always
1: forget that there was a fucking TV show that lasted for three goddamn seasons.
0: I don't know how I watched that at the time. It must Wait, have been- You just... did watch it? Yes, I watched the Harry and the Hendersons TV show. It must have been on like syndication and like been on some like wgn channel or something like right when i came home from school because i remember watching that show see i'd never heard of it i never knew it existed i
1: found out like a couple years ago i was re- reading something or watching something oh there was a harry and the henderson's tv show it was fucking three seasons yeah i, I loved the know. shit out of that as a kid
0: i did not know it lasted three seasons that fucking floored me <laughs> I was like they made 72 episodes and it has, like, the actor who played Harry
1: in it as Harry. I well, assume the, the costume probably wasn't as sophisticated, but... It was Rick I Baker,
0: know. apparently.
1: Well, because... I, well, I don't know what, to what extent that mask is animatronic. Because so much of it is the eyes, which are actually the guy's eyes.
0: Yeah, but, like, obviously the mouth about is about animatronic. Let's talk about fucking the uh, The incredible makeup-slash-robot work of Rick Baker in Harry and the Hendersons. Like, that alone is worthy of watching this movie. Because Harry the, 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 is the, the, the lifelike fu- quality of it, yeah. And he is a fucking delightful creature. Every time that Bigfoot smiled, my heart grew three sizes. And when that Bigfoot was sad, I was sad. My heart was breaking. I fucking loved Harry.
1: Yeah, and that's. I think that's where I was kind of not feeling the movie as much because I was expecting that and by the third act I was there but like through a lot of the movie I just I wasn't I mean I was enjoying it and enjoying the characters and, and it's the character of Harry but I just I don't know I wasn't I wasn't in, you know investing myself as much emotionally in it as I expected myself to uh, but yeah there's something about it's the mix of like because it's, it's not. I was thinking like because the mouth is fully animatronic when he smiles it's not a real smile it's a robot Controlling a smile, I think. Yeah, right? they have
0: puppeteers. So yeah, it's either it's puppetry robotics, but yeah, it's it's not like like Kevin Peter Hall can't control that with his mouth.
1: Yeah, but it's at the same time it seems more natural than like I'm trying to think when dinosaurs was the Jim Henson show. Uh,
0: like ninety four.
1: Okay, so yeah, that was, a, I mean, that was, you know, after this, obviously, but not too long after this. And I just remember, like, I remember watching, like, a behind-the-scenes, like, the Imagineers who were making this possible. And, like, watching, like, the weird robotic shit behind the the main dinosaur dad's face. And thinking, like, oh, that's why that's, like, a horrifying, uncanny valley experience. And you don't get that with this. As much as, like, I know that that's not a real smile, it feels like a real smile.
0: Yeah, and well and it's also the eyes, too. Like, are those... uh fucking the I think Predator's those are just eyes? eyes. <laughs> because the guy who plays Harry also played the Predator.
1: Oh, is that true? I didn't know that.
0: Yes, Kevin Peter Hall is the guy who, in the same year that Harry and the Hendersons was released. He also played the Predator. So you're telling me the guy behind the Predator mask has the most gentlest eyes I, that have ever peered into my soul?
1: You know, I feel like uh, the Predator would have uh, accomplished more if he just, like, had the regular like human looking eyes and like, oh, he's not a horrible alien monster.
0: He's my friend. Oh, my God, he's killing me. Yeah, no, when the predator comes up to you, you want to destroy it. Like the predator could have good intentions and you're just like, no, step on that fuck. But if the predator had fucking Harry Henderson's eyes, I would follow that thing into the darkness.
1: <laughs> that what that would be kind of a fucked up. Like, to do this kind of movie, but the the Bigfoot was still killing people, but, like, every time you looked at him, he was just, like, the nicest creature in the world, and then he's, like, disemboweling someone.
0: Like, honestly, at the end of this movie, I did want Harry to rip that hunter's head off. Like, that would have been the greatest ending, and then the family just looks at him, like, in shock, and then you cut to end credits. Like, that would be my ending of Harry and the Hendersons.
1: Well, okay, okay I, I was gonna say, I wanted to kind of push it, but... If we could talk about the ending of this movie, the reveal of the other Bigfoots.
0: Yeah. So, that, was, uh, that was unnecessary.
1: Well, not only unnecessary, I feel like it completely changes the entire context of this adventure. Because, yes. Like, up to this point, he's hanging out with his family. I'm like, oh, he's the last one and he doesn't know people. So this is his new family. He had a family the whole time. Was he just like trying to get away from his fucking nagging ass Bigfoot wife?
0: It does look, at the end of this movie, it does just feel like Harry went out for a pack of cigarettes.
1: He has a Bigfoot child. They're like the fucking Wookiee family from the Star Wars Holiday Special. And he's like, I just got to get the fuck away from these. John Lithgow's family's cooler than my family.
0: His fucking nagging-ass wife is like, Harry, where the fuck were you? And he's like, you won't believe it. I was hanging out with John Lithgow's basement. He taught me to sit. Uh, But yeah,
1: I just, I don't, know. I, I, there was just, there, I mean, I like the chase stuff at the end and I did like the, I mean, as much as yes, it would be funny if he'd rip the guy's head off. I like that moment of like, no, you won't, you don't kill him cause you'll become like him and oh, I'm going to yeah. befriend him and shake his hand. Like that's really sweet. And obviously you get the classic moment of him screaming at him to leave and you know, I, I'll, I'll say it. I fucking cried a little bit
0: oh, when he's I did kicking too. him out.
1: I love uh, that
0: scene. John, John Lithgow, we got to talk about John Lithgow too, but finish your thought.
1: Well, I was just, all all that stuff is sort of back, like it's front loaded in a really cool way and back loaded in a really cool way. But I think it's like once he kind of escapes and goes on the run and it becomes like the town chasing him, that's where the movie kind of lost
0: me. Well, it's a little over bloated, I guess, but it, like it's zoomed by, but yeah, an hour cut 20 minutes out of this movie. And I think it's goddamn near perfect.
1: I and I think maybe I was expecting it to be a little more like Spielberg E.T., which it I mean it is structurally, but Bigfoot isn't a cute little alien. There's a difference. I mean he's heartwarming in a different way, so it's a goofier movie than E.T. Like it 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 kind of lacks a certain I not to say that E.T. is grounded, but this is even less grounded, I guess.
0: Uh, I mean, I think just because he's a Bigfoot... Well, I mean, E.T.'s an alien. I was like, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> there are things that don't exist on our planet. Um, but no, I Bigfoot, or Harry in this movie, I'll take him over E.T. any day of the week. I think he's adorable. Well, if you're saying, like, who you'd rather have as a best friend, sure,
1: Bigfoot all the way. But I just mean, like, in terms of making me believe in the world of the movie and, the you know, some sort of capturing that that whimsical element, like... I don't know, for whatever reason, I never question E.T.'s presence in that world as a thing, whereas half the time I'm like, that's not Bigfoot, that's a guy in a suit.
0: No, I I, I give credit to uh, Kevin Peter Hall, the guy, the seven foot man in the suit. I never questioned it for a second. I ne- I believed Harry was a part of this world. Uh well I, I was curious about that
1: cuz yeah you said uh he was also the predator and I read that on the trivia that this this was his favorite role and I was like did you have another role I, d- I didn't even <laughs> fucking know you did anything else cuz apparently he went on to do the TV show and died in the first season of the show.
0: Yeah, he got a uh bad blood transfusion and contracted AIDS.
1: Oh, is that it? I assumed it was just cuz he was really fucking tall. I know tall people die young.
0: Uh, usually too. But uh yeah, no he he was only hairy for the first season of the television show and then he had to be replaced. Um, and yeah, for some reason, people didn't notice the difference. <laughs> hey, Harry looks a little different in season two. I would be
1: curious to watch like an episode from each season just to watch the eyes yeah. and
0: see how,
1: yeah, how different it feels.
0: Or see if maybe he moves differently. Cause I mean, he, they, you know, I... <laughs> I make fun of him because, in the end, he is a guy in a Bigfoot suit. But, like, that's still acting. I mean, you're acting with your body. It's, you know, fucking probably harder than what John Lithgow has to do because he has his fucking face he can rely on. This guy has to create a character with just his fucking limbs. Uh, Yeah, and I mean, and as much as I say maybe I don't believe it half the time,
1: it's not anything to do with the performance or even the mechanics of it. It's just... There's only, maybe there's just only so much time a Bigfoot movie can sustain in my head before I'm just like, (laughs) I'm fucking watching Bigfoot walk around suburbia. I don't, I mean, but no, I mean, it it never loses that in the performance.
0: No, and then speaking of performance, John motherfucking Lithgow, is he our greatest actor? You know, I'm trying
1: to think of anybody else that could, because... You think, like, anybody, kind of a...
0: anybody else in the lead role of this movie, this movie does not work.
1: And it's because it seems like a thankless role. It's just, he's just the guy that happens to be next to Bigfoot. But no, he has to sell you on, I'm basically befriending, like falling in love with Bigfoot. <clears throat> he is my best friend now and I love him. Like yeah. nobody else could pull that off.
0: Well, and then I think that helps the, the fucking audience believe in Harry because he believes in Harry so much. Like he's... <laughs> He's not treating this like a seven foot man in a monkey suit.
1: Well, he cause that, sees yeah. fucking Bigfoot. That, and I think that might also be sort of part of my disconnect with like the the second act, because it's and into the third act really. But like by the time it gets to the point of like, uh, like when he's drawn the picture of him and then they change it to make it savage and he's like, "Why'd you do that?" I I was feeling it because of the nature of the performances, but I wasn't. I feel like they they missed a few beats of like them truly bonding with this creature. Like by the time they're like, "No, he's our best friend and we got to help him." I, I it's like I only believed it because of their performances. I didn't believe it based on the content of the movie. I feel like they didn't do enough to establish like, "No, he's a part of their family now."
0: Yeah, no, I can see that. The movie uh, doesn't do enough or doesn't do as much as just yeah, the the acting and the directing does.
1: It's like it's it's selling you on that and not the plot, which I mean I guess is fine. But that's it's what a makes a good bigfoot movie. movie.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Also, like you, the script is a bigfoot moves in with a family. They made it better. <laughs> like give them credit.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's and I, they I, did I was a good wondering <laughs> about that because like in the first act when it's just like he's in the house and he's breaking shit, I'm like, how the fuck? What what's the movie here? What do you, you There's only so much shit they can break. Like that's the same joke like 10 times in a row.
0: Yeah, uh, but that's yeah. just setting it, setting up the the relationship. And then that's where we're that's where I was instantly endeared with Harry because when he sees the uh the deer head on the wall and then he punches through the wall to get to the other side of the deer, he can't under he's like he he can't grasp the concept that there's just it would just be a head. There would be a full deer there. Why would why would it just be a floating deer head? He can't understand that and then he grabs the Mink stole and starts petting it. And then he buries it in the backyard. I'm like, I'm on fucking Harry's side. Insta- and I didn't,
1: I didn't pick up on that until I read the trivia when he, it's in the, the newscast says the woman woke up on top of the car. He, remember that he scares the one woman and she like faints. And then later on yeah, it says, yeah, Oh, yeah. she woke up on top of the car because that's what he thinks you do. when someone is injured. Cause that's what they did to him.
0: Okay. Yeah, and then he does that to the uh, uh, the poacher guy at the end, too.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that until I read that in the trivia afterwards. Like, oh, that's just like a little thing that like, they don't call attention to it. They don't like, I mean, they do kind of, but like, they don't know what he says, like, oh, that's what he's doing. And yeah, it's just like little things like that in the performance that, that make it just a little deeper.
0: Yeah, but you wouldn't notice that unless you read the IMDB trivia. <laughs>
1: well, I didn't notice it until I
0: read it. <laughs> Speaking of yeah, also the mark. Did you read about the marketing of this movie?
1: No, I don't remember.
0: Well, apparently they were like they wanted to save something for you know the audience oh I, I did
1: read this yeah that they didn't show so, it
0: at all on the trailer. The the commercials for Harry and the Hendersons have no Bigfoot in them. And then uh, the poster for Harry and the Hendersons, you just see Bigfoot's eyes. And then they were like, yeah, because, you know, we want people to get excited. We don't want to give it away that there's like a cool as fuck Bigfoot costume in here. Like you put fucking Harry on a poster, people going to come see this movie. But they hid him. And then what happened? Uh, the movie did not do well financially. Wonder why.
1: Oh, okay. I was... I was trying to look at that – because the the, the poster on the IMDb thing has the full Harry and the Hendersons, so I guess that was like a later poster.
0: (laughs) Yes, because what –
1: I looked up – I'm looking at the one now. Holy shit, that looks shitty.
0: Yeah, that's – I would not want to see that movie. The movie of the original Harry and the Hendersons poster I am not interested in. So what happened was when they released it in Europe, uh, they were like – Oh, um, this movie tanked in America because they didn't show off Bigfoot, so they just renamed it to Bigfoot and the Hendersons, and people were like, "This movie's great, let's go see it."
1: That I I gotta track down that those initial trailers then, because that there's a there's an argument for that in some capacity. Like like I remember the marketing for uh, the two thousands Godzilla movie. I don't think you ever saw Godzilla, right? It was always just like his foot or like the sh- the. Jurassic Park style, like things are shaking as something's walking. And I feel like that was actually effective,
0: you know? Yeah. Well, cause you also, you know what Godzilla looks like, kinda. I mean, <laughs> even though they changed the design.
1: It's like where the drama. trailer's like, this is just a movie about a family or like, did they not even mention the idea of Bigfoot or was it just, you never saw the Bigfoot?
0: I mean, I guess I didn't watch any of the, any of the trailers, um, but I'm guessing they just, you know, didn't show him. They still had John Lithgow going, it's a Bigfoot. But, like, they just didn't show him. Well, because the other thing about the marketing that I discovered on my own, just Google or YouTube searching Harry and the Hendersons to see what popped up, the Joe Cocker tie-in music video for this film?
1: No, what the fuck is this?
0: what well, The end credits is, of course, like a soft 80s love ballad for no fucking reason. Just because it's in 80s movies, and that is kind of awesome. Uh, but it's a song by Joe Cocker. So on YouTube, you can watch the Joe Cocker, Harry and the Hendersons music video. It's a song that shouldn't probably be in a movie called Harry and the Hendersons about a Bigfoot and their family. And the music video is just Joe Cocker singing in a studio and then clips of the movie, but no Harry. Harry. Like, it's it looks like a romantic drama between John Lithgow and Melinda Dillon that I'm supposed to bring my kids to. Okay, I'm now
1: Googling Joe Cocker Harry, and the Andersons.
0: <laughs> Love lives like they on. Show what? <clears throat> Love lives on. That's the end credits. Uh, when the movie turns into Take On Me, the AHA music video for no fucking reason.
1: Oh, yeah. I I guess I maybe tuned out the song. I don't remember the song at all.
0: Yes, it was a it's a fucking slow-ass Joe Cocker song at the end of the Bigfoot movie And the music video has like no fucking Bigfoot in it like you see a little bit of them but no like face shots like those Hilarious face shots in the movie when Harry's just full-on smiling real big and stupid like that makes me want to go see the movie the people who were marketing this were like, "Nah, we gotta keep that a secret." I also want to bring this up
1: from the IMDb trivia. I did. I didn't know the Bigfoot
0: suit looks too fucking good.
1: I to the point where I feel like they've used the Harry and the Henderson suit in like other Bigfoot movies. Have you ever noticed that?
0: Well, I mean, it's. I think probably they're just ripping off the design because it's such a good fucking face.
1: I think it's been used there. I think there's another movie that's just called like Bigfoot from like 2005 or something that's like they, it's like literally they they found the head in a museum or something and used it. Um
0: And I mean it both of these movies are Rick Baker, but it also does look a lot like the uh Planet of the Apes remake.
1: I guess a little bit, yeah.
0: But the same guy did the makeup. Uh, yeah, and this movie won an Oscar for uh for best makeup. I watched Rick Baker's acceptance speech. And I enjoyed that he said uh, he thanked Kevin Peter Hall, the guy in the monkey suit. And he was like, I want to thank Kevin Peter Hall for his patience and for being seven feet tall. My family's in terrible danger. In danger? Uh, Mr. Henderson, do you have someone in your house? A burglar? A prowler? No, no. Don't think I'm crazy, Sergeant, but it's
1: Bigfoot. But no, I wanted to uh, I wanted to uh, bring up this from the, uh, the IMDb Trivia. Uh, In a film he made after Harry and the Hendersons, John Lithgow played a depressed war veteran who lives in the forest of the Pacific Northwest, where Bugfoot sightings are common. Do you know what that's referencing?
0: I have no idea. I missed that piece of trivia. I think
1: it's a—well, because that's the thing. Why not mention the movie? I think they're referencing a movie called Distant Thunder, which has nothing to do with Bigfoot, but John Lithgow plays a war veteran who lives in the woods?
0: Well, wait. Why is that on the IMDb trivia? I don't know. Why? Is What's that have to do with Harry and the Hendersons?
1: John Lithgow also played a movie where he played in a movie where he was in the woods, and they don't well, even don't mention the movie because they don't want you to look up the movie and ask that same question. Why did this guy just <laughs> wanted to put that in the trivia?
0: I think this was David Lynch doing a fucking art project on our brains.
1: But yeah, yes, Bigfoot sightings technically are, are common in the Pacific Northwest, but not in the film Distant Thunder at all, as far as I know.
0: Uh, no, I don't know. It, it, I would be surprised if John Lithgow did another Bigfoot movie because, like, he's already perfected it. Why would you want to go back? That's like fucking Picasso going like, eh, I think I could do the Mona Lisa a little better. Picasso didn't do the Mona Lisa did he? No, he did not. <laughs> at least I realized my own mistake.
1: I mean, unless they did, like, a late stage, like sequel, you know, like they do like sequels twenty yeah. or thirty years later. I could
0: see that, you know. I could see it. I I would enjoy a Harry and the Henderson's reboot.
1: I like I like the idea of like him as an old man meeting up with Bigfoot as an old man and like, I don't know, having an adventure in the woods.
0: Yeah, and like hey why why did you not introduce us to your family? Cause it is weird because like the whole movie, they are um you know they're gonna set him free because he's not safe you know in the suburbs i guess but in the woods just outside the suburbs he'll be perfectly all right where i people still know he's out there well that's and yeah i read that about right uh, wait i just i just put that together this movie doesn't have a happy ending people are still going to be trying to track down all these bigfoots
1: yeah they never resolved the idea they they needed something where like that maybe that hunter guy goes back to town. And is like, I was wrong. There was no Bigfoot. Like he protects uh, him or something. Cause yeah, you'd think they just go all go out to the woods and hunt them and kill his whole family.
0: I mean, yeah, they did resolve the main bad guy, but like for about an hour of this movie, everyone in town has been seeing Bigfoot and buying guns to protect themselves from Bigfoot. <laughs> Those people don't just go away at the end of the film.
1: Cause I was reading about the show and apparently in season three of the TV show, they reveal to the world that Bigfoot exists. Like, he becomes a celebrity. Like, they don't have to hide him anymore. And I feel like that would have been a better ending for the movie if, like, uh, you know, sort of like, uh, I don't know if you saw Paranorman where it's like the zombies are scary and then, oh, no, they were just regular people and everybody, you know, is fine with them at at the end. You know, something like that. I I feel like that would have worked better than he just had a family that he was trying to abandon.
0: But I also love the fact that the Harry and the Henderson sitcom retooled They were like, we gotta keep this show fresh. A fucking Bigfoot living in a house just isn't enough for people anymore.
1: I think I looked for it at some point and, like, it wasn't on any kind of streaming service. It wasn't on YouTube. I couldn't find it anywhere.
0: Yeah, I don't remember anything specific about it, but I do remember watching the Harry and the Hendersons TV show. I also remember watching this movie a lot when I was a kid, but, like, I didn't remember anything about it. This is one of those, like, This could be the first time I watched the film. This could be the 700th time I've watched the film. I have no idea.
1: I'm just looking at the IMDb trivia for the TV show. It only has one entry, and this is even worse than the Distant Thunder one. It is commonly accepted that this series is an alternate take on the movie in which Harry never fled to the woods and instead stayed at the Hendersons. That's not trivia.
0: Oh, so... (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Read that again? Did, that's like a common theory? Wait, it is wait, It
1: is. Com- it is commonly accepted that this series is an alternate take on the movie in which Harry never fled to the woods and instead stayed at the Hendersons. Yes, that's the premise. That's not trivia. <laughs> okay.
0: A couple of things. <laughs> How is it commonly accepted? I was, and I assume, by
1: whom? I assume among <laughs> fans of the show.
0: The Harry and the Henderson sitcom, you say? Well,
1: no one else has commonly accepted ideas about this show at all, if they, because most people don't even know it fucking existed.
0: But The fans of the Harry and the Henderson sitcom, do they have conventions or meetings where they discuss their fan theories about the Harry and the Henderson sitcom?
1: You say that as if it's fucking crazy. They have fucking fan conventions for the, the most obscure of shit.
0: But I hope hope some of those people who are fans of the Harry and the Henderson sitcom see this movie as like a bastardization of their favorite sitcom. Well, I'm curious. Like maybe they saw the sitcom first and they fucking hate the movie. I
1: got to watch some of the sitcom just to see like the transition of quality. Because I remember like, usually like when a TV show is based on a movie, the TV show's special effects aren't as good as the movie if it had any kind of special effects element. But I remember uh, the the Swamp Thing TV show when I was a kid actually had, like, a better suit than the movies because the movie suit sucked. And I'm curious, like, is it the same suit? Is it a, a less articulated one? Or is it, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm just curious about the translation of technology from the movie to the TV show.
0: Uh, I think they used the same, I think, because it was the same, like, production company.
1: Doesn't it wear out at some point? Don't they have to, like, rebuild it? Do they have the budget for what?
0: that? <laughs> Sure, maybe you got to clean the pits every now and then. <laughs> but maybe you just fucking maintain your expensive Bigfoot costume. I mean, you know,
1: a guy died in it, I think, right?
0: <laughs> you got to wash the shit stains. Okay,
1: wait a minute. The, out of the back. The pilot episode is on YouTube, and it's from a, I think it's on a channel called Harry and the Henderson. So it might, the whole show might have been put on YouTube.
0: Uh, Yeah, I did see at least a couple uh, Episodes posted on YouTube But I didn't watch them I did watch the theme song To the Harry and the Henderson sitcom And again Mwah Way up north in a house that's new There will fall as me Your big feet and you From your ankle up I'd Say you sure as we From there down you're just too much feet Your feet's too big don't watch you because your beat's too big. Can't you use because you your beat's too big? I love because you your beat's
1: too big. Uh, but no, I, I have this thing where I need like every episode before I can start watching anything. So if they don't have every episode on YouTube, I, I can't watch anything of it. Like I've been trying to find uh, Homeboys in Outer Space forever, but they only have like the first half of the season online. I, so it's like, I can't watch it. <sighs>
0: What the fuck? What are you sighing at? The fact
1: that I have to watch every episode of a show, or the fact that I want to watch Homeboys in Outer Space? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I am weirdly obsessed with UPN, and like, especially like the first year of UPN, where they just had all these shitty shows, like The Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer, and fucking uh, Shasta McNasty.
0: That's fine. Actually... I watched Homeboys from Outer Space when it was originally on, and I remember thinking it was kind of funny. And if I wanted to revisit it, I think three episodes would be enough.
1: No, I need every episode. And I need every episode of (laughs) Harry and the Hendersons.
0: I don't think you're going to get any kind of cosmic closure. It's not like a... It's not like a fucking circle you have to complete where the end is the beginning. Oh, well, the channel that this is
1: on is Harry und Die Hendersons, so I assume it's German. So, hopefully, uh, it's not in a different language, but...
0: (laughs) Nobody wants to see Bruce Davison dubbed. I
1: think it's got every episode. At least it's got into season three.
0: Uh, All right, well... (laughs)
1: enjoy your binge. I I mean, I'm assuming this isn't in German, which would be very disappointing. I think I'm going to, I'm going to watch my ass and Harry in the Henderson's
0: TV show. All right. Well, you can report back. And then I hope once you watch the pilot, you are now committed to watch three seasons.
1: Well, I'm a big Bruce Davidson fan as well.
0: And you get into season two and you're like, why the fuck am I watching? But I have to. <laughs> I have to see how it ends. I
1: mean, is that crazy? I feel like I don't know. I mean, I, I know it's like okay, because who, who cares? It's a sitcom about a fucking bigfoot. But I just there's gonna be an ending. I think the last episode is called like Long Goodbye or something. So like, I want to see. Does he have uh, to? Does he go back to the fourth? Does
0: he die? I really, I really do hope the creators of the Harry and the Hendersons t- television series. Got to complete their story. I mean, does
1: he meet like an evil Bigfoot? Like you remember in Quantum Leap where he met met the evil Leaper? Is there like an anti-Bigfoot? Does he fight the Loch Ness Monster? I gotta know.
0: I doubt it. And you could probably watch ALF and get the same show.
1: Actually, no. Because ALF ended on a cliffhanger where he got kidnapped by the government.
0: That's true.
1: Actually, I, I believe they did resolve that in a TV movie
0: oh good 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 for us true fans of ALF um but commonly uh, why do we say, what, what what's brought that on oh the IMDb trivia about commonly
1: the commonly uh, accepted and so
0: it, uh, yes okay all right so that's <laughs> I don't know how we got off of that but then uh so the t- television series takes place in an alternate universe where like the end of this movie just was a dream, maybe? Well,
1: it's an alternate universe where he never left the family. So, yeah. Or he came back, maybe. Maybe he's like, oh, no, I I secretly do hate my Bigfoot family, and now I'm back.
0: Well, I think they, like, repilot. Like, I think the first episode of the television show is, like, Harry... I, I, I would highly doubt that the first episode of the Harry and the Hendersons television show starts with him just living in the family. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, this already happened. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I mean, do you do a full first episode that has him, like, being dis- being hit by the car and discovered? I feel like enough people have seen the Harry and the... They're banking on the fact that enough people have seen the Harry and the Hendersons movie to have understood the plot. Like, I, would- I wouldn't I would think twice if he's just already living with the family in the first episode.
0: But also, I think you're looking at the Harry and the Hendersons sitcom as if it's like uh, fucking Severance or something. Where they have like a plan from beginning to end. I'm pretty sure it was a bunch of writers going, "What should we do with the Bigfoot this week? What if he runs for governor?" Huh? I mean, now I
1: definitely <laughs> want to watch Harry and the Hendersons to imagine like it's becoming like Severance, like he's having an identity crisis. Is he really even a Bigfoot, or is he a man in a suit? Maybe like they go meta-textual with it.
0: No, I'm just saying, I I don't think they do. <laughs> No. I think it's a shitty 80s sitcom with a Bigfoot.
1: Uh, well, I don't know. I mean...
0: <laughs> and I don't think you need to watch three seasons is what the point I'm trying to make.
1: I'm just... Uh, that's a thing with me. I'm fascinated <laughs> by shit that I feel like nobody ever saw. Like, it kind of... It existed. Well, you say you saw it, that which flabbergasted me. I don't know anybody... I've I've brought this up to people. Like, did you know Harry and the Hendersons had a TV show? And you're the first person I know who's ever said, yeah, I knew that.
0: Yeah, no, I remember watching it.
1: I mean, and that's... We haven't even talked really much about the movie. We're talking about the fucking show we we didn't just watch. But I don't
0: know. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we talked... I think we talked enough about the movie. The Bigfoot suit looks awesome. John Lithgow is awesome. The movie is fucking heartwarming as fuck. Um I loved it. And uh that's really all I have to say about it. I mean I I liked it. I didn't love
1: it. I don't know. There was it it I don't know. Maybe it just it wasn't it didn't come together for me as much as I wanted it to. For a Bigfoot no, I... Bigfoot in the Oh no, yeah it is Bigfoot in Wait a minute. I just saw this too. This is fucking weird. I'm looking at the poster on IMDB, which I'm assuming is the British one. You said they changed it to Bigfoot and the Hendersons?
0: Yes, and then they changed it back, like, because people were like, yeah, it's cool.
1: <laughs> well, okay, fucking pull up IMDb and look at this poster, because the title is Bigfoot in Harry and the Hendersons. Oh. And it's got a, an animate, like, a painted version of John Lithgow that looks like the guy who plays Saw in the Saw movies? Uh, Tobin Bell? It's creepy as fuck. Oh, He's just poking his head and looking at Bigfoot, who is apparently in Harry and the Hendersons, and isn't Harry?
0: <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, they, uh... Those look like Judge Doom eyes on Lithgow. <laughs> oh, imagine John... Yeah, he uh, would be great as Judge Doom, actually. John Lithgow would be great in everything.
1: I don't think there's a role John Lithgow couldn't play.
0: He's done everything. He's fucking, uh... He can... Uh, romance Deborah Winger in terms of endearment, or he can like fucking threaten Sylvester Stallone on a cliff and cliffhanger. Like he can do no wrong.
1: Oh okay, Melinda I was trying to think remember who Melinda did in Close Encounters.
0: Close Encounters and uh the mom in Christmas story. Oh, okay.
1: Cause I was mistaking uh, 15, her for um uh who's the mom in like every other eighties movie, the mom from E.T. Uh
0: Joe Beth Williams. I don't think it's Joe no, Beth Williams. No, she was poltergeist. She was the mom from Poltergeist. I don't know. I don't like E.T. Uh, D. Wallace Stone,
1: and she was like she's known as like the 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 '80s mom from like a, a shitload of stuff. I think, I think she might have been the '80s mom. No, that was Christine. Number I was
0: gonna say she was the the mom in Mac and Me too, but that that's not possible. No, that was Christine Ebersole, SNL alum Christine Ebersole, which is why we watched Mac and Me for this podcast. Yeah. Um, do you like Do you like E.T. You know, not really. I I. Cause I remember
1: seeing it as a kid and not really being that impressed with it. I I was I was a Harry and the Hendersons kid. I did
0: th- this. I like this movie way better than ET. I, I didn't really bond with ET as a kid either. Like I remember watching, uh, being kind of bored by that movie as a kid. And then I revisited it as an adult, and I'm like, oh, I guess you really have to be a kid to like uh, understand the magic of this. Maybe it's just not a great movie.
1: I would say it is on a technical level a better made movie in terms of like. Capturing that idea of like having a movie from the point of view of a child, or like low angle shots and things and like sort of setting it in that world. Whereas this movie, I wish kind of would have done a little more of that. I actually want wish it would have been maybe a little more focused on the kids and their adventure with Bigfoot and sort of seeing it from that perspective rather than the, the adults. But I do not because the adult
0: is played by John Lithgow.
1: I just I feel like
0: if if John Lithgow played Elliot. Maybe I would have enjoyed E.T.
1: Maybe not this movie specifically, but, like, I feel like a Bigfoot movie done in the style of E.T., where it's from a kid's perspective, I think feel like there's something— Of course, they've probably already made that movie as well, and i just not seen it, but uh, I think there's a movie called uh, Cry Wilderness or Cry of the Wilderness or something that I think might be that movie.
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: I don't know. I look up a lot of weird fucking movies for my other podcast— and so, yeah, I, especially Bigfoot movies, because I, I do that. This meets that thing where I pair them together and I have a lot of Bigfoot pitches. But yeah, D. Wallace Stone was also the mom in Critters, apparently. That's that's what I'm also thinking of. You know what? Fuck Why you. are we thinking stop, that? Stop fucking belittling my taste in movies. You just, it just seems like you keep
0: doing I, it. Oh, no, I wasn't belittling your taste in movies. I was like, why were we talking about D. Wallace Stone? Because she
1: was a mom that I was mistaking for the mom in this movie.
0: Oh, okay. She
1: was the mom in E.T.
0: <laughs> All right. No, I, was, I wasn't I was belittling your taste in movies. I was just confused why we were spending so much time talking about D. Wallace Stone. <laughs> and she was
1: also apparently in an episode of the uh, Sid and Marty Croft TV show Bigfoot and Wild Boy, coincidentally.
0: Okay, well that brings it full circle. I just be like, I'm in the background. I'm looking at fucking Bigfoot, and you're like, "Oh yeah, D Wallace Stone." I was like, "Wait, no, we just watched a Bigfoot movie, right?"
1: Well, I'm looking at the uh, the uh, YouTube channel for all the Harry and the Henderson episodes, and every fucking image because they're all in the same. You know, it's a '90s sitcom, so it's all in the same living room set, and it's just like it looks like every like fucking episodes of Family Matters or whatever, but just fucking Bigfoot's there.
0: Yeah, and that's why I say you could probably you could probably watch the first episode.
1: Fuck you, I'm watching every goddamn episode of this.
0: And then just be like, "All right. I I've watched enough Harry and the Henderson's TV show." All right. I don't know. Do we have anything else on Harry and the Henderson's? Um, well, I didn't take notes, so I don't know. Oh, oh. Where there, and there's no real specific scenes I wanted to talk about because it's just a good movie. I did... Um, just another thing that I loved about John Lithgow, his relationship with his father that's kind of just like uh, brought up and then, you know, kind of just a thing that's happening in the background of the film.
1: I was I was going to mention that because, yeah, it's like, you'd think that'd be a bigger part of it. Otherwise, why not just make that his boss rather than his dad?
0: Yeah, well, and, like, and it's, we already said this, the script to this movie it's fucking bigfoot invite invites a family this movie is good because it's well directed well acted fucking bigfoot looks like a real bigfoot you can sympathize with him um that's why the movie's good but the script is fucking bullshit john lithgow is established as like a hunter like he's like oh yes i'm taking my kids camping and i'm proud that my son shot a rabbit and then like he goes straight into being just kind of like a a uh, pacifist like immediately. I, well, I guess we're supposed to believe that like Bigfoot immediately turned his mind around about killing animals.
1: Well, they have a moment that I think justifies that when he's on the ladder, and he's got the gun, and he's got him in his sights and then he sort of, you know, they link eyes and, you know, it's like, Oh no, he is a, a creature with an internal life and I don't want to shoot him. And I think that's the start of his journey, but yeah, that should have been an arc if you introduce his dad and the idea, because I think he has a line where it's like, you know, I wanted an art table. My dad bought me a BB gun. I feel like yeah. that well, should have a, been more of a thing, you know, like a generational thing. Yeah.
0: Well, and I mean, it. it's kind of realistic because like, uh, you know, so John Lithgow, we later learn that he's a, a hunter because his father M. Emmett Walsh. I can't the fucking character actors in this movie. Donna Michi in this film. That's another I want to just, talk about Donna Michi's
1: character, like the weird way he's introduced. But go, yeah, go keep going.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but it's just like these some of these character actors in this film just add so much to it. Uh so yeah, we we learned that John Lithgow, he's this hunter because his dad, Emmett Walsh, you know, uh forced him to to hunt when he was a kid, and he always just wanted to be an artist. He never wanted to be a gun. A gun nut, but now he works for his dad selling guns because his dad runs a gun shop. And I guess it's kind of realistic because, like, why would he talk about that at the beginning of the movie, like to his wife? I don't know. Just he's putting up this facade because I, I think it's just learned behavior. You know, he's like, oh, now I'm a dad. My dad taught me how to hunt, so I'm gonna take my kids hunting like I did with my dad when I was growing up.
1: Yeah, it's there, but I just, I wish it would have been more pronounced and felt more like an arc than rather than, it feels like, like an artifact from a previous draft of a, of a different script.
0: Yeah, it like, when you're kind of like really, like, thinking about the plot and the character growth of this film, it doesn't work. Like I said, script not that great. But, I didn't, it didn't bother me at all during the film at all. I, you know, because there's that scene where like, um, you know, well because Bigfoot sees the head the deer head and he buries it in the backyard and then John Lithgow like runs around his house and he's hiding all the heads and he throws them in the closet and then later on the heads all pop out and he has to give like a fucking heart-to-heart talk with Bigfoot and so it's it's there but you know I guess it could have been more to make, but I don't, I didn't care. I, I still loved. I know. I don't get me wrong. I, it was just enough. I feel like an asshole. Too much would be too much. I feel like an asshole saying, here's
1: what I didn't like about the Bigfoot movie. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I can't believe I liked this film more than you.
1: I don't, well, and part of it might just be like, I feel like I lose a little bit more of the child inside of me every day. So, yeah, I feel like if we'd watched this movie maybe even last year, I would be right where you are. But I just – I don't know. There's, I think it's more me than anything else.
0: It could be. It also could be. you said you – what did you watch this today?
1: Yeah, this morning.
0: Oh, this morning before work yes. or during work? Before work. Oh, before work. Oh, okay. I was going to say because you – know, well, this is also the start of your work week because like you start work on Friday and I've ended work. So this is the end of my work week where I'm like, I'll save this shit till Monday. I I barely... (laughs) This shit that I could do today, I'll do on Monday. I'm watching Harry and the Hendersons. (laughs) (laughs) But if I had to watch Harry and the Hendersons on a Monday morning, oh, fuck you.
1: Here's the secret to my life, George. I barely have a work week. (laughs) Like, tomorrow and Sunday, I I don't work at all.
0: That is true. You do work the weekend shift. (laughs) No one ever needs help.
1: And I fucking didn't even start work today for an hour and a half because my computer fucking crashed on me. I had to finally hook up my new computer.
0: Or was that just the story you told your boss so you could watch a little more Harry and the Hendersons sitcom? <laughs> so
1: I could watch the first four episodes of Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Harry undur- undi Hendersons. Uh, episode episode 203 is called Gespeng Spartner. <laughs> I'm uh, hoping they're in English and it's just titled in German.
0: Sorry, boss. I can't come to work today. And I'm, I'm knee-deep in Harry and the Henderson not, Season not 3. Not for
1: nothing. The Harry und die Henderson's cha- uh, YouTube channel has 790, well, now 791 subscribers.
0: <laughs> in case they post more content?
1: I don't know if every episode's on, though. <laughs> I want <laughs> oh
0: in case they're uploading in real time week to week you know to keep the audience wanting more you don't want to dump it all at the same well, time you know you weren't it it wasn't designed to be binge watch we're getting
1: away from that binge watch model we're going back to week to week
0: but uh, anything else about no, it? Oh, Don, Don Michi talk about.
1: Cuz like it's so unnecessary the the whole like I'm not really who I am. When he comes to visit him and he's like he's not here. I'm just his friend. But I'll take the message and you'll tell me about your friend that knows Bigfoot.
0: He's a bit of a weird character. He's a guy who runs a Bigfoot museum, uh and he's like the world's most famous scholar on Bigfoot. But then when John Lithgow is like, "Hey, do you know anything about Bigfoot?" He's like, mm, no."
1: He's like, uh, "Who's asking?" And then and then John Lithgow's like, <laughs> "Who's asking? Uh, you my, you work at a Bigfoot museum." My friend uh my friend Larry uh might have Bigfoot in his house. What, what do you think that'd be like? <laughs>
0: Why are they being so cagey to each other? Hey, what would you say if a a guy... uh, Not me, not John Lithgow. uh, But some other guy uh, maybe found a Bigfoot and let him live in his basement? What would you think about that guy who works at a Bigfoot museum? Bigfoot, you say? Uh, I don't know. uh... Uh, what, what's a Bigfoot? How big is he? Uh, I know nothing about a Bigfoot. Who told you I did? <laughs> I would,
1: that, it would have made that worth it if, cause like you have that moment where Don Amici shows up to the house and they're like, you were him the whole time. And then he sees Harry and he's like, oh my God, I wish Don Amici would have turned to John Lithgow and went, you were Larry the whole time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And then he's not, he's not really even important to the story. But it's Don Amici, and he's just so fucking good. When Don Amici sees the Bigfoot and just goes, Yahoo! I, w- I felt that Yahoo in my heart. I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say it's simple. And I hope to God, for your sakes, you all listen. There are no abominable snowmen. There are no Sasquatches. There are no Bigfeet.
1: Oh, Lord,
0: Lord God! Doctor Wrightwood, say hello to Harry.
1: Hello. Hello. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was thinking, because, like, did he know the Hunter? Yeah, I guess because he talks to him in the beginning. Like, they work together. Yeah, because,
0: yeah, because the Hunter is obsessed with shooting the Bigfoot, and he just runs, like, a Bigfoot museum. He knows everything about Bigfoot. So these guys probably run along in the same circles. They're probably members of the fan club of the Harry and the Henderson sitcom. (laughs) And they also talk about guns.
1: They're two of the 791 <laughs> subscribers to the Harry and Die Henderson YouTube channel. Yeah.
0: yeah, these guys have a lot in common. They're both obsessed with Bigfoot. So, you know, they have they have some stuff to talk about. They probably have a podcast. I mean,
1: if you want to start a Harry and the Hendersons TV show <laughs> podcast right now, I'm up for it.
0: Uh, I do not.
1: Well, you said you, you didn't want <laughs> to you didn't seem that interested in watching any John Lithgow's mm. SNL episodes. <clears throat> Do you, you want to do a triple feature um, of Harry and the <laughs> Henderson TV shows?
0: No, I do not. Um, so I will leave it... Uh, uh, well, okay. Is there anything else to talk about Harry and the Hendersons? I did just... There was the... So I, we, I started to talk about it and then I, I talked about something else in the same thing. But John Lithgow's relationship with his dad, M. Emmett Walsh, he always wanted to be an artist. But M. Emmett Walsh just like never respected his art. And John Lithgow can draw these pencil sketches of Harry. There's a scene where Emmett Walsh is like, ooh, I got an idea. Hey, you still do these, uh, you know, like, drawings and stuff? You know, you still got your crayons and shit you, you play with? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, why don't you draw a Bigfoot for me? And we'll put it up in front of the gun store. That way people will come in, buy guns to shoot this fucking Bigfoot. And so John Lithgow draws Harry as he is, a real nice Bigfoot. Emmett Walsh sees it and he goes, oh, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this fucking Bigfoot. You got to make him mean. So he draws over the Bigfoot with a big scary mouth and he's like, yeah, that's, that's what I did. I did, I made it look good. You're not the only artist in the family. And I only bring this up just cause I fucking loved John Lithgow's performance in it and I wanted to drop a clip of it in. See, <laughs> hey, you're not the only artist in the family. How's that for an arthritic old shooter, huh? What the hell did you do that for? It was my drawing, why'd you change it? Hey, George, cool down, it's just a piece of cardboard. Not to me. It means something to me. Can't you see that he means something to me? What the hell are you talking about? What the hell with it? I quit. Over this? You can't quit. We're been so busy. What the hell's the matter with you? It means something to me.
1: Well, if you're gonna do that, throw in my favorite moment when he also challenges the the the, the witness to the Bigfoot attack.
0: Oh yes, that was amazing too.
1: So drop that one in
0: right here. I brought my poor ten speed to a complete stop, like I always do at stops. When out of nowhere, this humongous, hairy thing is standing right in front of me, growling with these enormous fangs and these giant hands. And he grabs me, and he picks me up, biking all over his head, and then he smashes me down on the cement. And now, he's all over me, and he's snarling with saliva dripping off his pointed teeth. So I grab my mace. What?! mace you idiot and back i didn't really mace him i was about to be eaten eaten by a vegetarian right, that's it officers so, no, no look I, I have no doubt that you saw him but what really happened is when you saw him you were so scared shitless that you crashed your precious 10 feet into the stop sign bumped your head on the curb and probably scared him half to death in the process i'm right aren't i that's what really happened isn't it isn't it <sighs> Yes. <laughs> just fucking John Lithgow's performance in these scenes just make it. I, I he is fucking incredible in this movie. I loved John Lithgow so much. And uh, while I'm dropping in clips, <laughs> one more because we don't get a visit from Mr. Skids. Sadly, there are no uh, farts in Harry and the Hendersons, but we do get a toilet flush, and it was a pretty funny gag. Look. Okay. I hit a Bigfoot with my car I, I thought it was dead I, I was going to call in the morning But he, he must have been hungry Because I found it in the kitchen Hit a Bigfoot with no! your car No, yes I mean, In your kitchen Look, I'm under a lot of stress here I mean, it wasn't anymore I must have just walked into the kitchen It, it was eating out of our refrigerator I, I thought it was going to eat me But 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 it, it ate my daughter's corsage instead And then I'll pass it for you days, yeah, And then it ate our goldfish And uh, where is it now, Mr. Henderson? It's in the bathroom I don't
1: know, should we expand Mr. Skids to all manner of toilet humor? Toilet flushes, pee, poop? I feel like uh, was well, a just fart. It's,
0: it's not exact, hmm, I don't know. Like, what does Mr. Skin do? Does Mr. Skin talk about, like, implied sexual behavior? Well, but I mean... If someone in a movie's like, hey, I'd like to have sex with that lady over there, and see her topless, see her big bouncy jugs, does Mr. Skin go, ooh, at 18 minutes and 36 seconds? They talk about big bouncy jugs. Well,
1: not necessarily. They don't have actual stuff, but they'll have, like, if a, if a, an actress wasn't naked in a movie, but she was particularly sexy in a movie, there'll be an entry for it, and it just says sexy. It doesn't say nude.
0: Okay, so for Mr. Skids, we will always count the farts, but we'll also make brief mentions of toilet flushes. Oh, and... A, and maybe a guy taking a big shit, like, that kinda
1: counts. And I think you're right, by the way, about the TV show. Uh, On the the, uh, Harry Undai Henderson page, the first season uh, episodes are in English. The first episode is called The Arrival, and the second episode is called The Day After. So it clearly is an alternate retelling where he shows up, I'm assuming, in that episode. Yes,
0: I I would think you would have to. I mean, 80s sitcoms are different. Like, you know, they didn't have... They were designed, you could watch any episode of fucking... What's the show? Family Ties. You could watch any episode of Family Ties and just watch an episode of Family Ties, and you didn't have to see the last three episodes of Family Ties. But I would think for your first episode of the Harry and the Henderson show, you you should start with I Met a Bigfoot. And let me just... In fact, that would be a good episode for... That would be a good title for the first episode. I Met a Bigfoot. Let me just
1: throw this out here. You're like, oh, you could watch the first couple and get everything you need. Episode 14 is called Pet Psychic. Is that a psychic that fucking delves into the mind of Bigfoot? Because he's their pet. And then
0: episode... So why, why do you need other context to enjoy that episode?
1: And then episode 16, Harry and the Masked Wrestler? Does fucking Bigfoot wrestle a masked wrestler?
0: Uh, no, I believe, uh, Harry becomes a masked wrestler and they pass him off, or they put a, like a mask on Harry and they pass him off as a, a wrestler. I mean. And everyone's like, yeah, I, that's, that's a thing. I'm on board with any that's of That's a big hairy guy. The Bigfoot. <laughs> that's not a Bigfoot. That's just a big hairy dude. Episode
1: 15, the Bigfoot that ate Seattle. I want to see uh, what happens that's there. That's
0: probably not. That's probably not what you think it is. <laughs>
1: I I don't think it's him eating an entire city.
0: Uh, it's also probably not meant in a sexual context either. Okay, well,
1: that's that's all I have in terms of interesting <laughs> Bigfoot episode titles.
0: Everything else is in German. It's not like a Debbie Does Dallas situation, Harry Eats Seattle.
1: Oh, I didn't think it was eating out, like, all the women in Seattle. <laughs>
0: that's what I thought. I didn't thought. think it was Bigfoot hey, Does it's episode. It's episode 14 of the Harry and the Henderson sitcom, I, I can only assume that's where they go. <laughs> There's only so much you can do with a Bigfoot in your living room.
1: Ooh, It's in German, but the episode 211 is Der Falsch Buddha. Is it the false Buddha? <laughs> does, does Bigfoot become Buddha?
0: I think in that episode, Harry becomes a false prophet. <laughs> or an idol. I think he's a graven image.
1: Oh, I, I can't wait to watch every episode of this goddamn show. Uh, der okay. newe new Pastor, the new pastor?
0: Does Bigfoot become a priest? I mean, if that's the case, I would watch that. But uh, I don't think there's ever any way you're going to watch any of this.
1: <laughs> well, I know what I'm not going to watch. Any episode of John Lithgow hosting SNL. So what the fuck are we doing next week?
0: Uh, Yeah, okay, that's what I was getting into. Because I was, uh, yeah, I don't, um, I mean, I... I'm down to watch an SNL episode, but I just, I don't think that episode, any of those episodes are going to be any good. So let me see what else is on my list. And I'll let you decide because I have it separated between movies, SNL recurring characters, and SNL episodes. I mean... What pile would you like me to pick from? I'm not picky. You know what? We just
1: watched a show. Let's do either movies or recurring characters. I'll leave that to you.
0: Uh, An SNL episode or an SNL recurring character? Oh, it's
1: it's not three lists, it's two lists?
0: I have a list of movies, I have a list of SNL episodes, and I have a list of SNL recurring characters. So I'm saying either movies... Oh, and I also have a list of TV shows if you wanted to watch a TV show pilot again.
1: No, but I just noticed... (laughs) I still have those. YouTube is, like, just the other day recommended an episode of that fucking Dana Carvey (laughs) TV show we watched.
0: The, uh, oh, just one just of the boys. one of the
1: boys, like just randomly, like you want to watch another episode of that
0: piece of shit, right? Uh, yeah, I have a bunch of uh, sitcoms, failed sitcoms, featuring SNL cast members that I could pick from too. So, but yes, no, you, pick. No, would you like to if watch, they're separate lists? Like me pick a movie? If they're
1: separate lists, I'm saying either movies or recurring characters. I
0: don't want to watch an episode of the show. Okay, not an not an episode. All right. Well, let me go to movies first, and uh, let's let's spin this wheel of movies. Give me one of each, and we'll just go from there. Oh, okay. I'll, this is the one I'll throw out, because I've thrown it out many times as an option. Uh, you want to watch Moving Violations with Bill Murray's brother?
1: And I feel like I've rejected this many times.
0: You don't want to watch Moving Violations starring Bill Murray's brother? I'm actually
1: not averse to Moving Violations, honestly. I don't even think I rejected it.
0: I think maybe we just picked something else randomly. But I think we just picked something else. No, this is a movie I watched as a kid on Comedy Central. It's got the Where's the Beef Lady in it? I mean, that's... It's got Bill Murray's brother having sex with Jennifer Tilly in a space simulator?
1: You know, it's weird how, like, how we know each other. Like, <laughs> like anybody else, you bring that up, and that's not a selling point for any movie. <laughs> but for me, that makes me want to see that movie.
0: Well, those are also the only two things I remember about this movie. <laughs> the Where's the Beef Lady. Go
1: ahead and give me a recurring character, and, and that'll decide it.
0: Okay, so, all right, these are, all right. See, I don't want to pick one, I I just want to, all right, I'll just close my eyes, move my mouse cursor, and point. Uh, Gilly. (laughs) I would rather watch Moving Violations than all the Gilly sketches. I don't even
1: know, what is Gilly, what is that?
0: Oh, you don't know Gilly? Oh, maybe we should watch all the Gilly. Because I loved Gilly the first time, and then they did Gilly five more times. And I was like, fuck Gilly.
1: I might know it, I might just not recognize it. What? What is it?
0: It's a Kristen Wiig character where she has the big Afro wig. Oh, then no, I, I've never seen she, this. Yeah, it, the, the first one was uh, hilarious, mostly because Will Forte's in it. Uh, and so I'll leave it up to you. A Kristen Wiig character? That you're unfamiliar with or moving violations. Those uh, are the two things I'm throwing out. Or I could pick something else.
1: You know what? Fuck it. Let's do moving violations.
0: Moving violations? I'm on board with that. Uh, SNL Connection? It stars Bill Murray's brother. Wait a minute. One of them. I'm not sure which. I don't think
1: it's Brian Doyle Murray who was on SNL. I think it's the other brother, <laughs> it's,
0: isn't it? It's, def- it's definitely not Brian Doyle Murray. Isn't it the brother I know that from for sure. uh, God Bless America?
1: Um, I think it's a different one. Oh, the one I don't even know then. Shit.
0: I think it's the one you're not familiar with. Because I like him. I uh, like that guy. All that. Um, it may not even be Bill Murray's brother. Let me so wait, to that's definitely Justin Bill be clear. Murray's brother. No, I'm looking at a picture The of
1: connection him. to it's, this is he it's... might be Bill Murray's brother.
0: <laughs> no, I can tell by just the, the guy's picture on IMDb that it's Bill Murray's brother. Um, John Murray. Okay. Yeah, so not Joel Murray, not Brian Doyle Murray, not Bill Murray, John Murray starring in Moving Violations. And
1: am I remembering a fever dream or did they do a Comedy Central show where they all played golf together?
0: Uh, That definitely happened and it was unwatchable. I mean, I was young, but it was just them playing fucking golf. I
1: was going to throw that out there, like watch the first two episodes of that possibly at some point.
0: Oh my God, watch the first five fucking minutes of that and try to stay awake. I don't care if you're the funniest man alive. I'm not going to watch you fucking play golf for 30 I minutes. I
1: find it hard to watch Bill Murray anymore, knowing what a piece of shit he is apparently in real life.
0: Eh, I don't know. None of the stories I have heard have made me think any less of Bill Murray. I don't know. Uh, the, the, the Richard Dreyfuss I one... mean, he's kind of a douche, but...
1: I feel like yeah, everybody has. A, a little bit of a I feel be- like everybody has a story of him being a piece of shit on set. I just, I don't know. It just seems like it's the accumulation of. Uh, but that's that's for another day when we watch an actual Bill Murray movie, not a movie that <laughs> might have a guy who might be his brother in
0: it. Don't bring any of that up next week when we watch the John Murray classic. This guy is definitely Bill Murray's brother. Hold on, let me confirm it. He looks like Bill Murray, and he was in Scrooged and Caddyshack. Those are the only other two movies he was in. <laughs> so yes okay. well, he's obviously Bill Murray's brother I'm
1: just gonna say it this then opens the door for us to watch Buford's Beach Bunnies cause it has Tom Hanks' brother who is a five timer
0: <laughs> I'll watch a movie with Tom Hanks' brother if you grant me a movie with Bill Murray's brother uh, that,
1: if that's the deal then that's the deal
0: <laughs> sir I accept this on your terms alright I think that's it all right, so moving violations next week. Until we see you again, Get, up get Off the shit. You touched my life and turned my heart around. It seems when I find you, it was me, I
1: believe.
0: Open my eyes And now am soul I can see A moment may be over But you're still here with me This song